It is an extraordinary thing to have a birthday here with all of you. I hope you noticed... Hello, my name is Sylvia. Is there anybody here that I have never met before? If this is the first time we are meeting, let me know. So I'm very glad to know you. I'll tell you what, one, two, three. I'll say one, two, three, and you say out your name. One, two, three. Okay. And then the next time I'll learn it, see? But now we all got introduced. My name is Sylvia, and you said yours. Did you see just a minute ago that Dwayne and Sarah and um, Evan used that special instrument right by the door to carefully take probably a bug out. Was it a bug? It was a bug. That's what it's there for, that strange-looking instrument on the wall. Because sometimes when the doors are open, bugs come in here, other kind of critters come in here, little critters. And we are always very careful to take them out because what we talk about here is how good it makes you feel when you are kind to other beings and other people and other animals. So we have a practice here. That's really what we try to do, is be kind to each other, be good friends for each other, and be good friends to anybody who happens to come by if they're people, and anything else that comes by if they're not people. So that's what that machine is about. And I thought that we would uh, celebrate my birthday by reading a story that is one of my very, very, very favorite stories in the whole world. And the story was written, what year were you written, born? I'm going to say one, two, three, and everybody say out the, everybody say out the year they were born. One, two, three. 1937. Okay. So I was born in 1936. Anybody was born before that? A couple of people. Okay. Is it good on the other side, Julie? <laughs> I was born in 1936, on July 24th, 1936. Two of my friends here, Susan Felix and Miriam... Miriam Chaim. Miriam uh, were have their birthday today. And in 1936, Dr. Seuss wrote a book about how to be a good friend. It was about an elephant who was really a good friend. How many people here know the story of this extremely good friend elephant? How many people don't know the story of the extremely good friend elephant? That's wonderful because he was a tremendous good friend and afterwards we can have a discussion about what's it like to have a really good friend. So if you want to, and you're a little person, and you can't see, you can come sit right over here where you can see. Do you want to come over and see? You can just come right over here so you can see the pictures. There you go. You can bring your pillow with you, too, to sit on. There you go. Bring the pillow right over here. There you go. Here's a little guy right behind you, so you want to let him come in with his pillow. There you go. That was great. That was an extremely good, friendly thing to do. To let him in. Thank you very much. I think right there is just fine. Put your pillow down right there. That's good. Okay. There you go. Everybody can see? Can you see, Chris? Okay. So here we go. Everybody sees? Want a pillow? Yeah. Okay, your dad will bring you a pillow. Side Maisie, a lazy bird hatching an egg. I'm tired and I'm bored. 
and I've got kinks in my leg from sitting, just sitting here day after day. It's work. How I hate it. I'd much rather play. I'd take a vacation, fly off for a rest. If I could find someone to sit on my nest, if I could find someone, I'd fly away free. Then Horton the elephant passed by her tree. Hello, called the lazy bird, smiling her best. You've nothing to do, and I do need a rest. Would you like to sit on the egg on my nest? The elephant laughed. Why, of all silly things, I haven't feathers and I haven't wings. Me sit on your nest? Why, that doesn't make sense. Your egg is so small, ma'am, and I'm so immense. Tut-tut, answered Maisie. I know you're not small, but I'm sure you can do it. No trouble at all. Just sit on it softly. You're gentle and kind. Come be a good fellow. I know you won't mind. I can't, said the elephant. Please, begged the bird. I won't be gone long. I give you my word. I'll hurry right back. Why, I'll never be missed. He is. That was great. What's your name? Tomo, that's a wonderful thing to be able to help out with the story. Then no one has to worry about it until the end. (laughs) Isn't that true? If you know for sure that it's going to end good, no one has to worry. (laughs) Very well, said the elephant. Since you insist, you want a vacation? Go fly off and take it. I'll sit on your egg and I'll try not to break it. I'll uh, I'll stay and be faithful. I mean what I say. Toodaloo sang out Maisie and fluttered away. Hmm, the first thing to do, murmured Horton, let's see. The first thing to do is to prop up this tree and make it much stronger. That has to be done. Before I get on it, I must weigh a ton. Then carefully, tenderly, gently, he crept up the trunk to the branch, where the little egg slept. Then Horton the elephant smiled. Now that's that. And he sat, and he sat, and he sat, and he sat. He sat all that day and kept the egg warm, and he sat all that night in a terrible storm. It poured and it lightninged, it thundered, it rumbled. This isn't much fun, the poor elephant grumbled. I wish he'd come back because I'm cold and I'm wet. I hope that that Maisie bird doesn't forget. But Maisie, by that time, was far beyond reach, enjoying the sunshine wide off in Palm Beach, and having such a wonderful rest, she decided she'd never go back to her nest. So Horton kept sitting there day after day, and soon it was autumn, the leaves blew away, And then came the winter, the snow and the sleet, and icicles hung from his trunk and his feet. But Horton kept sitting and said with a sneeze, I'll stay on this egg and I won't let it freeze. I meant what I said and I said what I meant. An elephant's faithful 100%. So poor Horton sat there the whole winter through, and then came the springtime with troubles anew. His friends gathered round and they shouted with glee, Look, Horton the elephant up in a tree. They taunted, they teased him, they yelled, how absurd, old Horton the elephant thinks he's a bird. 
They laughed and they laughed. Then they all ran away, and Horton was lonely. He wanted to play. But he sat on the egg and continued to say, I meant what I said, and I said what I meant. An elephant's faithful, 100%. No matter what happens, this egg must be tended, but poor Horton's troubles were far, far from ended. For while Horton sat there, so faithful, so kind, three hunters came sneaking up softly behind. He heard the men's footsteps. He turned with a start. Three rifles were aiming right straight at his heart. But the men didn't shoot, much to Horton's surprise. They dropped their three guns, and they stared with wide eyes. Look, they all shouted, can such a thing be? An elephant sitting up in a tree? It's strange, it's amazing, it's wonderful, new. Don't shoot him, we'll catch him. That's what we'll do. We'll take him alive, why he's terribly funny. We'll sell him back home to a circus for money. Up out of the jungle, up into the sky, up over the mountains, a thousand feet high, then down, down the mountains, and down to the sea, with the cart, went the cart with the elephant, egg, nest, and tree. Then out of the wagon and onto a ship and over the ocean and oh, what a trip, roiling and tossing and splashing with the spray. And Horton said day after day after day, I meant what I said and I said what I meant, but oh, am I seasick 100%. (laughs) After bobbing around for two weeks like a cork, they landed at last in the town of New York. All ashore, the men shouted, and down with a lurch went Horton the elephant, still on his perch, tied onto a board that could just scarcely hold him. Bump! Horton landed, and then the men sold him. Sold to a circus, then week after week, they showed him to people. At ten cents a peak, they took him to Boston, to Kalamazoo, Chicago, Weehawken, and Washington, too to Dayton, Ohio, St. Paul, Minnesota, to Wichita, Kansas, to Drake, North Dakota, and everywhere thousands of folks flocked to see and laugh at the elephant up in a tree. Poor Horton grew sadder. The father he went, but he said, as he sat in the hot, noisy tent, I meant what I said, and I said what I meant, an elephant's faithful, 100%. Then, one day, the circus show happened to reach a town way down south, not so far from Palm Beach, and dawdling along way up high in the sky, who, of all people, should chance to fly by but that old good-for-nothing bird, runaway Maisie, still on vacation and still just as lazy, and spying the flags in the tents just below, she... She sang out, what fun, why, I'll go to the show. And she swooped from the clouds through the open tent door. Good gracious, gasped Maisie. 
I've seen you before. Poor Horton looked up with his face white as chalk. He started to speak, but before he could talk, there rang out the noisiest ear-splitting squeaks from the egg that he'd sat on for 51 weeks, a thumping, a bumping, a wild, alive scratching. My egg, shouted Horton. My egg, why it's hatching. But it's mine, screamed the bird. When she heard the egg crack, the work was all done. Now she wanted it back. It's my egg, she sputtered. You stole it from me. Get out of my nest and get out of my tree. Poor Horton backed down with a sad, heavy heart. But just at that very instant, the egg burst apart. And out of the pieces of red and white shell from the egg that he'd sat on so long and so well, Horton the elephant saw something whiz. It had ears and a tail and a trunk, just like his. And the people came shouting, what's this all about? They looked and they stared with their eyes popping out. Then they cheered and they cheered and they cheered more and more. They'd never seen anything like it before. My goodness, my gracious, they shouted. My word, it's something brand new. It's an elephant bird. And it should be. It should be. It should be like that because Horton was faithful. He sat and he sat. He meant what he said and he said what he meant. And they sent them home happy. 100%. Isn't that great? I love that story. That is my favorite all-time story. It got written in my birth year. So, was Horton a good friend? Yeah. What did he do that was friendly? He sat on the nest. What else? And he folded and he go in the water. He went over the water and he didn't like it. He was seasick, but he stayed there anyway, didn't he? Because he said, what else? What? He, um, he sat on the tree for basically a year. He sat on the tree for basically a year. It's a long time. Yeah, 51 weeks. That's basically a year. That's a long time to sit on an egg. What else? What would you say if you wanted to say Horton was a good friend? What's another word? Horton was... Uh, he was like... Helpful. Helpful. That's a great word. What's your name? Bryson. Bryson, that's a great word. Let's make a list of things that friends do. They are helpful. What else are friends? They are helpful what? They help people. And what else? What else? They're friendly. Cheer people up. They cheer people up. They're cheerful. What else? Um, um, and the bird would come back and say, my tree. That's it. That's it. But he stayed there the whole time. What, Bryson? They're careful. They're careful. He was very careful. Do you remember that? It said, carefully, tenderly, gently, he crept up the trunk. 
to the nest where the little egg slept, and then he sat down on it so carefully. Yeah? You can count on them. They are, they do what they say, don't they? And they did sit on the egg. He sat on it that whole time. He did. Your name is Eva. What do you think about a good friend? Do you have a good friend? Hmm? Yeah? So what else? What, can you think of one more good thing about friends? They're cheerful. They cheer you up. They do what they say. Yeah. They help people. What else? When it's someone's birthday, they can bring food. Do you know today, when it's someone's birthday and you come to their party to celebrate, that's a great friend. Do you know one of the reasons why I feel so happy today? Because look at all these people here. And they all came because it's my birthday. So that makes me feel very good. When you have a birthday party and a lot of people come, don't you feel good? Okay, I bet they have a good birthday party too. Do you know what? Yes. That's exactly so. They never let you down. They tell you the truth and they never let you down. So I have an idea because here is Eve Decker and here is James, my friends, and they both play guitar and Eve has a special song about Horton the Elephant so we can all sing the Horton the Elephant song with Eve. And Eve has come just as a present for me to play her guitar. So some people come and bring food, and other people come and bring guitars and songs. Um, so I would just like to say two things. Um, I have known Sylvia since I was a little girl because my mom is a friend of Sylvia's, and I'm really... This is the Eve Decker. I'm falling over. <laughs> Really? I knew I knew that name. <laughs> Forty years has passed. Forty years oh, has passed. I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> Sweetheart, where are you? Hey, this is Eve Decker. <laughs> <laughs> really honored to be here, and my mother sends her great birthday wishes to you. And, yeah. So Eve's parents are Barry and Eleanor, were Barry and Eleanor Decker, mm-hmm. and they were good friends of us. Years ago, and Eve played guitar. Uh, my uh, mom did, and uh, and Eleanor played guitar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, took me a while to get that together. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and the other thing I want to say is that, um, you know, Horton sat on the egg for um, nearly a year, and we are sitting here, and we sit a lot here, <laughs> right in this hall. A lot of sitting going on. So um, this song is about elephant sitting, and, and we are sort of like those elephants. So I'm going to sing the two parts of this song three times, and um, if you get the song a little bit, why don't you sing along? It sounds like this. One elephant agreed to sit on an egg for just a bit. He sat there so long and was called absurd, but his patience was rewarded with an elephant bird. Elephant birds are everywhere, wherever someone shows they care. Elephant birds hatch all the time.
time if you don't mind waiting and your heart is kind. So now, let's imagine that there are two because you know where you see one person who's kind. Now there are two. And some of us are two. You're two. <laughs> two elephants agreed to sit on an egg for just a bit. They sat there so long and were called absurd, but their patience were rewarded with elephant birds. Oh, elephant birds are everywhere. Whenever someone shows they care, elephant birds hatch all the time. If you don't mind waiting and your heart is kind. So now we are the elephants. Can some people show me what elephants look like with their big trunks? How can you make a trunk? We are the elephants. And imagine that we're sitting in a tall tree and this is our nest. And we're sitting here all together. We're helping Maisie the bird and we're helping the little baby chick that's inside that egg. All us elephants agreed to sit on some eggs for just a bit. We sit there so long and sometimes we're called absurd. But our patience is rewarded with elephant birds. Oh, elephant birds are everywhere. Whenever someone shows they care, elephant birds hatch all the time. If you don't mind waiting and your heart is kind. If you don't mind waiting and your heart is kind. Eve, you wrote that song, didn't you? Well, the first part is, you know, one elephant on a spider's web. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. You did great. So we have one more story. Do you want one more story? Yes. Okay. So that was a story about, that was a story we did this about friends who are, friends who help you out. I have that story, too. A lot of people have that story, too. Okay. Who has this story? Who has this story? Who knows this story? This is a story that you can tell a thousand times. This is, the, this is actually the most important story in the world. <laughs> it actually is the most important story in the world. Particularly, I am now talking to the parents and the families. It's the most important story in the world right now. It is funny. It is funny. So we'll read the story, and then everybody else will discuss why it's the most important story in the world. But here we go. It's called The Story of Ferdinand. It was written by Munro Leaf in 1940. So I was four years old when they wrote this, when this story got written. Okay, don't tell. That actually is another form. It's another way to be patient, you know. If you know the story and everybody else doesn't, that's a really good thing to do is not tell them before the end. Okay, so shh. Once upon a time in Spain, there was a little bull, and his name was Ferdinand. All the other little bulls he lived with would run and jump and butt their heads together, but not Ferdinand. 
He liked to sit just quietly and smell the flowers. He had a favorite spot out in the pasture under a cork tree. It was his favorite tree, and he would sit in its shade all day long and smell the flowers. Sometimes his mother, who was a cow, would worry about him. She was afraid that he would be lonesome all by himself. Why don't you run and play with all the other little bulls and skip and butt your head, she would say. But Ferdinand would shake his head, I like it better here, where I can just sit quietly and smell the flowers. His mother saw that he was not lonesome, and because she was an understanding mother, even though she was a cow, she let him just sit there and be happy. As the years went by, Ferdinand grew and grew until he was very big and strong. All the other bulls had grown up with him in the same pasture, would fight each other all day. They would butt each other and stick each other with their horns. What they wanted, most of all, was to be picked to go to the bullfights in Madrid. But not Ferdinand. He still liked to sit just quietly and smell the flowers. One day, five men came in funny hats to pick the biggest, fastest, roughest bull of all to fight in the fights in Madrid. There they are, those five men with funny hats. I blow in bubbles with the bubble mat. Many people did. It was a good thing to do. (laughs) All the other bulls ran around snorting and butting, leaping and jumping, so that the men would think that they were very, very, very strong and fierce and pick them. Ferdinand knew that they wouldn't pick him, and he didn't care. So he went out to his favorite cork tree to sit down. He didn't look where he was sitting, and instead of sitting on a nice cool grass in the shade, he sat on a bumblebee. Well, if you were a bumblebee and a bull sat on you, what would you do? You would sting him, and that's just what this bee did to Ferdinand. Wow, did it hurt. Ferdinand jumped up, snorting. He ran around puffing, snorting, butting, pawing the ground as if he were crazy. And the five men saw him, and they all shouted with joy. Here was the largest and fiercest bull of all, just the one they wanted to take to Madrid. So they took him away to the bullfight in a cart. Can you see him in his cart, poor little Ferdinand? What a day it was. Flags were flying, bands were playing, and all the lovely ladies had flowers in their hair. They had a parade into the bullring. First came the banderilleros with long, sharp pins with ribbons on them to stick in the bull and make him mad. Then came the picadores who, run, who rode skinny horses and they had long spears to stick in the bull and make him madder. Then came the matador, the proudest of all. He thought he was very handsome and bowed to all the ladies. He had a red cape and a sword 
and was supposed to stick the bull last of all. Then came the bull, and you know who that was, don't you? It was Ferdinand. If you could see this big door into the bull ring, you see Ferdinand's little face looking out. They called him Ferdinand the Fierce, and the bandilleros were afraid of him, and the picadores were afraid of him, and the matador was scared stiff. Ferdinand ran into the middle of the ring, and everyone shouted and clapped because they thought he was going to fight fiercely and butt and snort and stick his horns around. But not Ferdinand. When he got to the middle of the ring, he saw the flowers in all the lovely ladies' hair, and he just sat down quietly and smelled. He wouldn't fight and be fierce no matter what they did. He just sat and smelled. And the banderilleros were mad and the picadores were madder and the matador was so mad he cried because he couldn't show off with his cape and his sword. So they had to take Ferdinand home. And for all I know, he is still sitting there under his favorite cork tree smelling the flowers just quietly. He's very happy. So take a big breath in. Did you know how that story was going to end while you were hearing it? Because you heard it before or because you figured it out? Before. How could you figure it out if you didn't hear it before? I figure because Ferdinand figured out before when he was a baby bull and a little bull and a little bit bigger bull, he figured out that he didn't like fighting, that he liked sitting quietly better, that he felt good just smelling the flowers, that having fights wasn't pleasant, and he didn't let anybody get him so mad that he had a fight. Can you imagine if the whole world decided that they would just sit down from now on and smell flowers. Everybody would decide no more fighting, no more sticking with swords, no more any kind of fighting at all, just smelling flowers. We could go to each other's house with flowers. Do you have a Ferdinand song? <laughs> there are flowers behind you. Mm-hmm. This is a, um, a, a song from the Disney folks from the 1950s. You can't find it on the internet. You have to go to the library to find this song. <laughs> oh, there once lived a bull, a magnificent bull in a pasture near old Barcelona. He would romp and he'd play through the flowers all day till he smelled just like eau de cologne. He was gentle and kind and his moo was refined, which the rest of the bulls all resented. For each time that he'd moo, in a moment or two, he'd have all the cows discontented. Ferdinand, Ferdinand, Ferdinand. 
Bull with a delicate ego. Ferdinand, Ferdinand, the heifers all call him Amigo. Ferdinand, Ferdinand, he curtsy and greet them politely. Well, he knew how to tango and dance the fandango, but he never learned to fight. There once lived a bee, a magnificent bee, who was feeling so chock full of vigor. Yeah, dancing, dancing can go on over here. <laughs> <laughs> that he got out of hand and he stung Ferdinand with his sharp little thingamajigger. Ferdinand was so hurt, he was pawing the dirt. Ferdinand was so hurt he was pawing the dirt when a bold picador chanced to sight him. Oh, the picador cried as a matter of pride, I'll get my stiletto and fight him. Ferdinand, Ferdinand, he smiled when the picador faced him. Ferdinand, Ferdinand. And the picador chased him. Ferdinand, Ferdinand, he viewed the occasion so lightly. When the picador missed him, why, Ferdinand kissed him, for he never learned to fight. And Sylvia, if we have time, we also have a short... Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. Um, a short song about peace and not fighting around. That would be a great thing. Okay. That would be a great thing. Okay. So um, this song, we make our peace sign like this. Everybody make this shape with your fingers. And then we're going to wave them back and forth like this. And we go... Peace, 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 peace. Wars have been and wars must cease. Then we put our arms around each other. We must learn to live together. Peace, peace, peace. So that's the whole song. Let's do it again in unison a couple times and then We'll divide into two groups and do it as a round. Two, three, four. Peace, 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 peace. Wars have been and wars must cease. We must learn to live together. Peace, peace, peace. One more time together. Peace, 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 peace. Wars have been and wars must cease. We must learn to live together. Peace, peace, peace. Okay, do you feel ready to sing it in a round? We must learn to live together. Translate up here. 
first about the wars. Yeah. Peace, 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 peace. Wars, wars have been and wars must cease. Okay. So, um, James, do you mind leading this half? Absolutely. You, why don't you guys start and we'll come in second. Oops. Yeah, you got it already. Have you heard it before? Oops. You're a fast learner. Okay, our group, ready? One, three, four. Peace, 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 peace. Wars have been and wars must cease. We must learn to live together. Peace, peace, peace again. Peace, 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 peace. Wars have been and wars must cease. We must learn to live together. Peace, peace, peace. Peace, 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 peace. Wars have been and wars must cease. We must learn to live together. Peace, peace, peace. Let's do it one more time. Peace, 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 peace. Wars have been and wars must cease. We must learn to live together. Peace, 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 peace. How about we have more songs? Good, if you want, that's great. Do some more. Especially one that we could all get up and do. Mm-hmm. Sure. And this will be saying, everyone, get up. Okay. Okay, so um, people who would like to dance are encouraged to dance. Movement is a good thing. And, uh, Do you want to play your guitar? Or shall it just no, you can play the guitar, but uh, we can maybe give a little um, little introduction. Please. Okay, um, there's a song that um, if you're young or you're old, uh, no age barrier. Uh, it's about letting all your goodness come out and letting your light shine. How many people know this little light of mine? Okay. And that's one of the best things. That's what we do here at Spirit Rock. We sit here and we get quieter and quieter. And when we get quieter, you know what happens? The light just starts to shine out. And when it shines out, you know how you feel around somebody who's shining? Makes you want to shine too, doesn't it? So as we sing it about our little light shining, this little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Just think we're going to let a whole lot of people shine. So we'll do a few different kinds of verses and you can just join in. 
our own and all around the world and everywhere I see, everyone I see. So let's have fun and think about as you're singing that your light is shining too, just while you're doing it. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. All around the world, I'm gonna. Right inside my heart. Right inside my heart. I'm gonna let it shine. Right inside my heart. I'm gonna let it shine. Right inside my heart. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Everyone I see. Everyone I see, I'm gonna let it shine. Everyone I see, I'm gonna let it shine. Everyone I see, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. Everywhere I go, everywhere I go. I'm gonna let it shine everywhere I go. I'm gonna let it shine everywhere I go. I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. This little light. This little light. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. All around the world, all around the world, I'm gonna let it shine. All around the world. I'm gonna let it shine all around the world. I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. One last time, this little light, okay? This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine. I'm gonna let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm gonna let it shine, let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. All right, all right. What do you think as far as uh, should we 
hang out a bit more, or are we wanting to let people go down? Okay, well, we got, we got, some, uh, we got some songs. Sing and dance a little more. All right. Let's rock on. <laughs> if you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, clap your hands. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, stomp your feet. If you're happy and you know it, shout hooray. Hooray! If you're happy and you know it, shout hooray. Hooray! If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, shout hooray! Hooray! If you're happy and you know it, do all three. Clap, clap, stomp, stomp. Hooray! If you're happy and you know it, do all three. Hooray! If you're happy and you know it and you really want to show it. If you're happy and you know it, do all three. Hooray! Okay, one other one other really great song that I think most many people know that we cultivate a lot here in uh, at Spirit Rock is singing about peace, singing about justice, and sing, singing about being free from danger. And there's one song that I think covers all of those, and that is, If I Had a Hammer, okay? So, if I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning. If I, if I had a hammer, I'd hammer in the morning. I'd hammer in the evening, all over this land. Hammer out danger. I'd hammer out danger. I'd hammer out warning. I'd hammer out love between brothers and my sisters all over this land. If I had a bell, if I had a bell, I'd ring it in the morning, I'd ring it in the evening, all over this land. I'd ring out danger. I'd ring out warning, I'd ring out love between my brothers and my sisters all over this land. If I had a song, sing it in the morning, I'd sing it in the morning, I'd sing it in the evening, where? All over this land, what would you do? I'd sing out danger, I'd sing out warning, I'd sing out love between my brothers and my sisters all over this land. Well, I have a hammer. Well, I have a hammer, and I have a bell, and I have a song to sing all over this land it's the hammer of justice it's the bell of freedom it's a song about love between my brothers and my sisters 
We should start moving down towards, towards the meadow for the picnic. This talk was given by Sylvia Burstein at Spirit Rock Meditation Center on July 23, 2006. It is an offering of the Dharma Seed Audio Arch. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.